Today's article is gonna be called The Three Big Eyes. It's instinct, intuition, and intelligence. Now, it's been a long time since we dove deep here at Be Awesome 365. So let me tell you, if you're not in the philosophical mindset today, you may wanna just wait and kinda of save this one for later. It's got a good message though, an important human note. What I would really love is a little nice feedback on this one. So go to the Facebook page or at the bottom of my website on Be Awesome 365 and leave a little feedback. It's one of my seasonal calls for leave a little message. Let's get some chatter going. Stick around guys, the three big eyes is coming up. As I drove into work today, I had an inner feeling telling me to just take a different route. I was curious whether it was the boredom of the usual commute or conversely, me being more aware of the surroundings and instinctively knowing to change directions. Perhaps it was God or my inner self or the whispers of Deepak Chopra talks about and his rules of how the universe and in its infinite wisdom and somehow I passively become attuned to it. Either way, I changed routes and I made my way to work intact and alive. It would be both horrible and amazing if I had some sensational viral making headlines on how I avoided disaster of a gas truck sliding into an overpass, but nope, there wasn't a severe wreck or final destination type accident that would force the hooded figure of death to hunt me down because I cheated him by avoiding my usual route. Nope, it was business unusual as Corpus Christi. So what was the feeling and why did I listen? We all have our own set of beliefs and experiences that lead us to interpret these premonitions and gut feelings. I'd argue that out of 100 people surveyed, 100 of us would explain it completely differently. And I don't so much care what it is. That's debatable. It's a never-ending circle discussion. I'm not searching for debate here. Instead, I'm going to focus on that it is actually something. Nearly everyone gets these feelings. More often than not, they are ignored as irrational little blips in our subconscious and forgotten nearly as soon as they enter the picture. They are virtually unnoticed. Today's episode is a shout out to simply start experimenting with this yourself and listening for a change to begin to notice. As many of you know, I like to read a lot. I've been dipping my toe into the fringes lately about all kinds of things. Add to that that I like to think and I'm interested in what other people think especially people from different walks of life who have different experiences. If you saw my podcast library, it would blow your mind. I have something completely different all the time. Sometimes it will be spiritual leaders. Sometimes it will be former CIA directors. The last year has been very impressionable on me, and I'm in such a better place mentally, physically, and emotionally than I've been for a really long time. And I think the idea of this little voice in my head having validity has a lot to do with it. Some of you may be interested in this stuff, the borderlands of our consciousness. A large part of why I even set up Be Awesome 365 is to lead you to your own path and help you get some direction instead of sifting through the millions of bytes of information like I do. So I'll drop some names today. These are the guys I've taken some bits and pieces from during the last year. If you wanna dive deeper, by all means, let me lay out the red carpet. Click on the links that I have and dive in. My advice and my takes. If you're like the religious type, we'll talk to your spiritual leaders. They can help you cultivate this inner greater power relationship. From the idea of inner consciousness to the actual voice of God, the ideas are all out there. I have a nun I like to talk to that is very strict and set on her rules of Catholicism as concrete. Her faith is like stone. The world is like this, period. 
but at the same time, she is entirely cool not knowing the hows or whys. She has a great view of the rules and what is laid out while at the same time saying, look, that idea is above my pay grade. It's a gift that you should use, but not question too much. I had a religious expert once explain it to me as, God speaks to us all the time, but usually not in words, and it's more like a whisper than a shout. The new guy in my clinic is a J-dub. These guys are just confident and at such a level of calm with the religious beliefs that it's been great talking to him about the inner workings of God in the universe and how they, as a religious group, explain things. In the science realm, there is, of course, your usual suspects. Young, Maslow, Skinner, Pavlov, my dad. My dad's smart as hell and has decades of psych and social stuff to pull from, so I take bits and pieces from him. He's retired now, so you can hit him up. For those seeking the inner self voice for self-help, Deepak Chopra is about as good as it gets. He's an MD with 30 plus bestsellers and he uses his teaching as medicine to heal yourself in all aspects, from mental clarity to actual physical medicine through becoming aware of your body and circumstance. I also really like the Dalai Lama. He has this kind of air of himself and he's just fun. Aubrey Marcus gets out there deep and fast and his podcast with channeler Paul Selig is like riding a roller coaster. Paul is a channeler talking to his guides on the other side. And wait, wait, before you throw it out, this guy has some incredible things relating to life and just what the heck we're doing here. And even if you can't stand this stuff and you think it's all BS, there's still a strong message involved. Aubrey himself is huge in this stuff. And he has interviews with guys like Jordan Peterson, who's a massive name in the game, and many others on this exact topic. So what I'm telling you is dive into this stuff if you're interested. I'm not telling you to believe it all. I'm telling you, you come up with some ideas based on other people's explanations. It just starts to trickle in and make sense the more you look at it. This is where I first heard about the ideas of the big self and how this internal dialogue is trying to help you compete and wrangle in your ego, which lies to us and justifies everything regardless if it's the best decision or not. The self versus ego, but explained much differently than Psych 151 in the College Rotunda. I use that idea and I like the whole angle. Many of these guys use the whole idea of God, the universe, and the inner self as all-encompassing. Like they're the same thing. They're interchangeable and beyond total comprehension. Now, while this may appear blasphemous to some, I think at the level they're talking about, it may have some accuracy. Attempting to teach, discuss, and debate this entire idea when it's so encompassing, so gigantic and complex that there just isn't a way to properly wrap our heads around it? Well, it's a paradox. But that's cool by me. In the left of the break, in the left of Greg podcast, he focuses on self-preservation through law enforcement and the military. They talk about the three eyes, using instinct and intuition to then turn on intelligence. If the first two click something, instinct, intuition, something seems weird, well then use number three, intelligence, and make a decision. Don't ignore the signs. In any case, this revolution, these ideas, the deep thinking. It's going on around you right now at a higher level than existed even a few years ago. Technology has made this information and these groups so much more accessible. And now the Petri dish of life changes so much faster. It's exponential. Big thinkers are out there and they're going off on tangents that are often incredible and nearly always entertaining and insightful. I think these big thinkers happen every generation and so, and we're definitely on overdrive as a planet right now. Things happen for a reason. They just do. 
You truly have to be stubborn, fun hater to think it's all randomness and nothingness. This inner self tries really hard to affect your life. And this is the second part of the coin flip that I've really gotten significant results from. Let it happen and process this. The decrease in stress alone is staggering. The basic idea that things happen for you, not to you, is a slight shift in vocabulary and a monster shift in perception in life. Were you just stuck in traffic, maybe not moving 20 minutes? Well, that might have saved you from a lot more unpleasantness down the road. Perhaps you lost your keys this morning so you weren't the one in the car accident. I mean, that's basic motherhood rationalization here. So use it. If you've been in line for 26 minutes at the McDonald's drive-thru, well, it's time to forget it. McDonald's isn't in your cards today, so drive away. Someone or something is trying to tell you that you don't need it today. Maybe it's not randomness. Maybe there is a higher purpose for you missing out today. Navy SEAL David Rutherford is a great guy to listen to. You'll find his positivity on all the big blogs and his podcast team never quit. He says, we get the signs we need when we need them. And the more open you are to this type of thing, the bigger the signs appear, making them lots easier to read. And I think that's an excellent summary. I know on the surface it may sound a little crazy. I know this article isn't my norm on the health and lifestyle front, but I'm telling you it's a huge part of our health and mental as well as physical well-being. My life is significantly enhanced when I'm dialed in. I'm happy. And I think we're all as a species chasing happiness way too much. It's right there for the taking. We're just looking for it the wrong way. If nothing else it's fun to play with and your big self is like mine, it's funny. It enjoys feeling happy. It works to make me happy. And at the end of the day, that's enough. Just like the inner voice, different religions have different ways of looking at why things happen. I'd love to see comments below that discuss this further. And what if it is just intuition? A gut feeling, left over from our days as earth-roaming animals and instinctual to our survival and propagation. Well, if that's the case, man, we need it. Yeah, guys, as humans, we're just not really dialing as much in modern society or in nature as our ancestors were. It's still real. Andy at Headspace ran a drill yesterday to show how truly out of touch we are. All we had to do was be aware each time we sat down or got up. It was that easy. Just one thing. Count the reps for the day. I made it to two. And then I started paying attention to everything else in my day. An epic fail. No, I didn't just get up and down twice. I probably did it hundreds of times. But I only thought to be aware of it twice, despite instructions to directly pay attention to it. The point is we're all on autopilot for most of our days in all aspects. So here's cheers to some part of our body mind for just paying attention and sublimely suggesting things that we most definitely overlooked. Here's my call out to just listen. Yes, there are dozens and probably hundreds of other takes on this idea, encompassing all kinds of religion and psychology and sociology. You get to decide what it means to you. I'm just here to suggest that you actually do listen up and stop ignoring. Now look, before you make a, a determination on me, oh my God, Chad's finally cracked. I'll just let you know I'm just up for it. I don't ride a hard line here. I don't know what it is and really I don't care. It's beyond me needing to understand it. The learning, the paying attention, listening to my inner voice of the universe, it's deep stuff that I don't think I'll ever fully understand, nor do I need to. What I'm suggesting here is what millions of people present, that listening to these subtle feelings have chilled them the hell out. It's helped them progress in life and improve their quality of life by not letting little things get to them. It directs them to more happiness. And that's what it's all about. 
It has helped them make significant decisions and tiny decisions. It has helped them get on with their life after tragedy. And if nothing else, just made life more fun. I have an article I wrote about healthcare for my clients entitled, it's called a clue. And it's about this obviousness that they miss while trying to diagnose themselves and why their treatments is often in direct contrast to what I'll find after I do an exam. It's the entire pillar of my clinic's philosophy. Yet I have to repeat it daily. It's draining. The clues are out there. Our eyes and central processing may overlook them, but at some level they're being picked up. Everyone from law enforcement to religious leaders to guys like me, just interested in bettering our lives, is urging you to pay attention, to get to know this voice, and while developing this, get to know yourself.